welcome to Daily Confession with Carter and Carrie on Unsafe Space. Today is Tuesday, July 23rd. And boy, have we got a show for you. I like your hat. <laughs> Thank you. I like it too. Somebody it, somebody left this hat at a, a friend's place on July 4th. I think it was part of a costume. But uh, it's mine now. <laughs> it's, I incorporated it. Carry so, on. I'm gonna. I don't know what we're talking about. You want to talk about this thing? I have a video queued up that you told me to to pull up, but I did not prep for this, so I would like to. I'm curious about what we're going to talk about. Kind of. I mean, I know generally the subject. So this is a video from a couple years ago, but it's just as relevant now as it was then. Uh, it, it fits in with the the theme of the like the SJW snake oil salesman who we talk about quite a bit, the people who will try and alleviate your white guilt if you give them some money. And this is, uh, I had not seen this two years ago and I just thought you have to see it. Because also you didn't know, when we first started doing these videos, or actually well, the first one where you interviewed me, you didn't know about the safety pin phenomenon. I did not. And I had not seen this video either, obviously. Um, yeah. I knew nothing, nothing about the safety pin. Thing. So for people who don't know, right after the election, the 2016 election, in the little echo part of the left echo chamber I was in, the SJW world, it went crazy. People went crazy. And there were, there was like lots of infighting and people just like saying the most horrible things about one another and blaming the election results completely on racism, uh, completely on sexism, uh, and then there was this I, this sense that they truly believed this. A lot of people believe that, you know, oh my gosh, people of color are going to be, they're going to be harmed under this president and gay people and women are going to be harmed. And it was as if they thought people, Trump was going to start rounding people up and putting them in the camps or something. It's like, what are you talking about? But people believe this. It was, I think part of what the uh, Clinton campaign did, did well which was a bad thing that they did this well, but they really got people to believe that he was some, I believed he was a demagogue that, that, you know, the chicken little, the sky was going to fall. He was elected. And so people were freaking out. But one of the things that people started doing was white people started wearing safety pins to show that they're good. And not just white people, there were other people wearing it too, but mostly woke white SJWs wearing safety pins to show that they were a good white person or, you know, to show that they were a safe white person for a person color be your, I'm a safe white person, right? And then, but there was all this infighting because first there was like a flurry of op-ed pieces talking about how you should wear a safety pin and and to show that you're an ally. And then right after, like the day or two after, there's a flurry of op-eds saying, don't wear the safety pin. All you all you woke white SJWs just want credit, want a cookie for being a good SJW, giving a good white ally. So there was just this constant, and I would see white SJWs in my timeline who were like a lot of white third wave feminists types of SJWs who were people of color. What do I do? Like they were asking, they, they were like, should I wear the safety pin or should I not wear the safety pin? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just this, that was one of my big way. Honestly, when people ask, what are the things that started to wake you up? There's a variety of things. There was a whole progression. Um, but that, that stuck with me. Cause I'm like, you can't, it, th this can't doesn't make you a good person. <laughs> yeah. It was so fake and just self-concerned uh, self and just and based on a and, lie I mean, a anyway. Virtue signal. Yeah. 
it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a talisman. Yeah. So gross. So if we ever do an SJW character on, uh, on any, on this, on unsafe space, if we ever get to do some sketches and stuff, I want my SJW to have obviously some blue hair, the pussy hat. It's not kind of a variation on my Halloween costume, but like the biggest safety pin. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) All righty. Well, do do you want to watch this video? Because it turns out that some some enterprising women of color realized there was a business opportunity with safety pins. Good for them. I mean, good for them. Good them for in ca- sort of a, an amoral capitalist way. Bad for them in sort of a thanks for perpetuating this crap kind of way. But but who can blame them? <laughs> I can blame them. But I have I have a special ability to blame them. So uh, yeah. Let's. Do you want to just watch the video and you can tell me to pause it when you want to pause it? Yeah, let's do that. Here we go. There are subscription boxes for everything these days. Twee menswear, makeup, dog toys. And now two women are hoping a box delivered once a month can alleviate white guilt. But as Evan McMorris-Santoro discovered, it won't come cheap. Barra Elman is a rabbi and professor of Jewish studies who lives in Park Slope, Brooklyn. Barra's holiday gift haul this year includes something for herself, the safety pin box, a new monthly subscription service designed to wake up white people to the realities of being black in America. Plans start at $25 and go all the way up to 100 a month. Okay. Are you getting that feeling of like unboxing, that exciting feeling of like a gift? Well, it's, it's not so much of a gift, but it's kind of exciting that it's, I feel like I'm getting ready to learn like, I don't know, Mission Impossible, like what my job is supposed to be, you know? <laughs> the safety pin is the Make America Great Again hat for white people who want to show the world they didn't vote for Trump. After an election that progressives believe hinged on racism, the safety pin is meant to display that the wearer is a safe white person. The trend quickly became commercialized. Now you can find designer safety pins online for over $300. Okay, hold this for a second. <laughs> designer safety pins? Well, I mean, I, I don't know what to say about this. It's just, uh, yeah, I, I don't know what to say about it. But Gary. you're looking for absolution in a, in, a, in a monthly subscription service? When she's unboxing it and he's like, are you getting the feeling you're unboxing a gift or something? No, do you, she's unboxing salvation, like in her mind, right? Isn't that what they're yeah, buying? I mean, she, her analogy was Mission Impossible, so she views herself as a, a little crusader, saving the world, one safety pin at a time, I guess. But, you know, I don't, it's, I'm sorry, I don't, I don't have anything exciting to say about this. I just, uh, Here's a list of your instructions. It's obviously snake oil and, uh. We, I feel guilty. I feel dumb for not having thought of thought of it. It's a great, uh, it's a great way to scam people. I, well, I don't want to want to scam business, but still, uh, it's a great scam. You want to? Do we want to keep going? Yeah, it's, we, we don't have to watch the whole thing. Video, by the way, because yeah. it's not ours. Um, we don't have to watch the whole thing for that reason. I just want to get to the uh, interview with the creator. Okay, and then we can end it. Okay. Marissa Johnson and Leslie Mack think they can use all this white guilt for good and capitalize on it at the same time. 
So I was talking with our marketing consultant and she suggested that we add some other content to the different subscription levels. So they created the safety pin box. The plan is to make some profit while also giving grants to black women activists. I went to Grand Rapids to watch the first set of boxes get packed in Leslie's house. That's a good idea. Yeah, that is actually a really good idea. This is sort of the epicenter of white guilt is the white middle-aged mom <laughs> who voted for Hillary yeah. but saw Trump win on the back of the white women vote. Yeah. That's where the money is. That's, that's, where, that's where the money that's, is. That's where the need is. I wouldn't say the money, but it is where the well, need is. Well, you're a business person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's where the cash is, right? That's where the money is. Well, the cash is in all the white people's wallets. <laughs> so I'm not discriminate. I'm not discriminating about, about whose wallet exactly. Yeah. But I will say that that's, that's where the need exists. That's where the desire is. Cash is in all the white people's wallets. Yeah. And then her next sentence was, I don't discriminate. Uh, I don't discriminate. Well, the very next thing she says is, uh, he says something about her buying a car. And, she, and he's like, it's not like you're buying a car with this money. It's going to good. And she's like, well, no, let's, I, I might buy a car with it. <laughs> like, of course, I am a businesswoman. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm here to I'm here to make money. Um, yeah, I mean, on one level, we can get all philosophical about what the culture war is for people and what they're trying to push and their ultimate agenda and blah blah blah. On another level, um, I think a large per- a large percentage of this is just about using people as ATMs. And if if you've got a population that will fork over cash if you yell the right things at them people are going to exploit that and it doesn't matter what color of skin that population has if i'm sure if i don't know uh chinese people had chinese guilt about something and this woman felt like she could exploit that well there would be boxes being sent out to chinese people (laughs) like that's it's not about, it's just about, she's just looking for an ATM and uh, white guilt is a great ATM. Yeah. And, and she's not wrong about, she says, I'm filling a need. I'm a businesswoman. And she is there. This woman, if we want to play a little bit more of it, the, the woman who he interviews, who is receiving the box, it fits that total stereotype of the white woman who has some kind of weird unearned guilt and she needs to feel she needs that to be alleviated. She even says, I don't have any, she's basically like, I don't have any black. I don't know any black people. And in the bit in the box, as she opens it, it includes for people who haven't seen the whole thing, it includes things for you to do this month or whatever this quarter is that you get the box. So her mission, here is your mission. And so like one of them is like, or one of them says, you know, give extra tips to black people this month. Or so there's little things in there you're supposed to do. Right that make you feel better. I don't know. I hesitate though to say, I mean, she is fulfilling a need in the free market sense. There's a, there's a demand and she's supplying, but I hesitate to say that she's filling a need in a moral sense any more than I would say a heroin dealer is feeling, filling a need, right? Like, yes, you, you may have issues, but the proper way to deal with those issues is not to fuel them by playing, you know, by paying emotional blackmail money to some woman who's shipping you a box of safety pins, 
but probably go to a therapist or deal with your actual issues, not this just exacerbates. This doesn't solve anything. I totally agree. This isn't, this doesn't cure. What she's buying is bullshit. I totally agree. But the, the woman, the, the business owner is not wrong in seeing a, a something on the market, like a need and saying, I can do that. I'm going to, I can make that snake oil, you know? No, absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) I, that's why I'm saying like, I don't even know if these women are actually, I'm not even sure that these women give a crap about the cause. No, uh, I don't think so. I think they're just like, well, at one point, ATM machines, if you sell them safety pins, awesome. Well, at Done. one point in the video, the guy's like, the guy says, what is it about white people that they, they require a box with things to do? Why, why can't they just give you the money? And she said, yeah, you should just give me the money. But, but. <laughs> uh, so I thought it would be funny if we did a, oh, by the way, speaking of giving us the money, I forgot to say, look what came in the mail. <laughs> look at this. Ah, there you yeah. go. Yeah, that's a need. That's a need that we're filling. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Carter doesn't Carrie, believe yeah. this shirt is going to sell. Gary has, 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 is, is very adamant that this shirt, there's a huge market need for this shirt. This so, shirt is funny. Um, yeah, proof anyway. Proof right. I want to be proven wrong. <laughs> I, I sincerely want to be proven wrong. So prove her right. Go with, buy. With every purchase of this shirt will alleviate some of your collective unearned guilt. No, we won't. No. It won't, it won't do that at all. It's just a shirt that is funny. <laughs> um, but I was thinking, what if we did a box? Well, I mean, I don't know. What, what would we sell in the box? Well, I started putting some things together last night. So. Would you like to tell us? Oh, yeah. Geez. So. <laughs> so. Help me, everyone. In the Help. subscription box for Unsafe Space, you get. now. Now, just imagine, this is just things I collected last night. Imagine if we had time to come up with items. Imagine, okay. In the unsafe space safety pin box, you get a copy of the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) I figured we should put some books in there. Brave New World, which is on book list. Uh, This is one that you like, right? Ayn Rand. I do, but the problem is this box is starting to sound practical. Our box is practical. The safety pin box, the idea is that there's nothing valuable in it. It's just it's snake oil. Well, there's a funny hat in here for just for <laughs> that's not practical. <laughs> and and Jordan Peterson collector's cards get all four. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm kidding. You could have the, you could have a, you could do like Tiger Beat magazines with like Sam Harris on them. Like, no. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't know where this episode's going today. I don't know. This is just a funny aside episode. So who cares? Anyway, it's a short one. It could be a short and sweet one. Well, what do you guys uh, think in the comments? Do you want to say, do you want a box? (laughs) <laughs> you know what we could do what is we could supply 
boxes for your woke friends so you can buy them from us so we get the money instead of other snake oil salesmen. And you know you're buying snake oil. You're just helping your friend who wants snake oil to change their snake oil supplier to us. And they open their, they're opening their box like this woman going, what's inside this month? Right, we can sell safety pins. The Constitution? <laughs> well, no, no, I'm suggesting safety pins. Okay. <laughs> Are safety pins still a thing or have we moved on now? Uh, I, think they, I think people have moved on. That's When I first saw this, I didn't realize it was two years old. And I was like, oh, I guess they're still doing safety pins. But no, I think, I think people have moved a bit on. People are still doing snake oil. Don't get me wrong. It's, there's still some, you know this. Yeah, they're still doing. There's the, the stuff we've talked about previously, the dinners where you come and you learn about your toxic whiteness and how to, all, all that stuff. People are still selling. And, and white people, specifically white women, for the most part, are spending good money to be told what horrible racists they are, um, which is interesting. Could we, but. could we send an empty box that just promises to be a list of all the things that, you're respons- that you should feel guilty about that your ancestors did? Yes. <laughs> and it can just think, be empty? That's nice and cheap. I think there's something here, something funny that we could do. Yeah. It anyway. reminds me of this book, Carrie, that I, I don't know, this is just a tangent, but this episode is a clusterfuck. So, um, I can go on tangents. There was a book that I read in high, read, I'll put read in quotes in high school. I don't know if you've ever seen it. It was a joke book. It was called Everything Men Know About Women. That was the title. And the back, there was a bunch of reviews that was like, stunning, this covers it all, blah, blah, blah. It was like all these reviews. But the book was totally blank. All the pages were totally blank. blank. Um, and uh, I got an A on doing a book. I, 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 <laughs> I did a book report on it and just expounded on the meaning behind having a blank book. Uh, and you got- but yeah, but it reminds me of that kind of thing where there's like, here's, here's the book. There's actually nothing in it. We could do a box like this. That's, you know. Yeah. I think it's a good idea. This, this episode is not a fluster cock. It's great. Um, I, you know what? I've, the, I've, uh, the views will tell us. Yeah, they will. Yeah, share this video with your friends, guys. Um, <laughs> thanks for tuning in. If you haven't already hit subscribe, please hit subscribe and like and let us know what you want in the box. <laughs> for the record, I want to talk about real things. This is a real thing. Okay. <laughs> Bye. I'm sorry, everyone. Have Why a good- are you being such a jerk? You're being <laughs> a jerk. Totally. Totally, totally a jerk. Pete, tell pick- me how much of a jerk I am in the comments. Yeah. Okay. Bye.